Hello, folks. Uh, welcome to Wilson Wednesdays, hosted by me, Brody Wilson. And uh, today we have... Follies. <laughs> Follies. We've got Follies today. And that song you just heard previously was uh, a ballad from someone who won't go away. And that is on my Spotify, Brody Wilson. You can listen to that as you please. But uh, let's let's dive into these guys right here so uh tell me a little bit about uh how you guys kind of got to know each other your your origin story just the, just give me the rundown you can go as long as you want shoot oh quick questions there do we need to keep this pg-13 yes yeah, um no 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 just 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 speak just say what cool. you will well well we're at uh school high school together <laughs> Yeah, as one does. Yeah, and I saw Jackson. We're at a performing art school, a little boarding school type situation. Yeah. He's playing a Pine Grove song on stage. <laughs> and I was like, this guy sucks. He's a fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so I avoided him. And then Jackson came and performed at a little show we threw in our dorm. I was like, okay, this guy doesn't actually suck. <laughs> yeah. I asked him to drum for me, and then we started collaborating on multiple musical projects. Yeah, we, we, I guess how we really like, got to know each other was we went, to, went on this mountain trip together, and we got uh, into like, North Carolina in the middle of nowhere got lost for like seven hours and uh from 11 wow four in the morning so that was a probably a good bonding experience our yeah stuck in a ditch like it, you know we had to work together it was uh definitely definitely kind of what made us friends i would say yeah yeah trying not to get axe murdered <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> and then he was like one of the few people that I knew that made music and made music themselves. So, yeah, that's that's rare around here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Super rare. And you know, when you find someone and it just kind of just kind of clicks like that, and it's someone that finally understands, you know, because you feel like you're talking to brick walls a lot of the time. Yeah, oh, yeah, definitely. We had like an instant musical connection. Yeah, I would say that's probably like the biggest thing is just clicked. Like, yeah, for yeah. Sure. yeah. Um, so right now you guys are, are, are follies. I mean, what have you, what have you been doing recently, uh, you know, together and, but, you know, behind the scenes, but what have you been also releasing? Like, how, how's that going? Well, our like two main projects are Ruth and the Bardo and follies, which was follies was formerly known as flock Martin. Uh, we put out a Ruth and the Bardo record a while ago, a couple months. Yeah, that was an interesting process. And I guess we've just been kind of playing shows around Columbia. We got blacklisted from Tin Roof Charleston. Oh, really? Hold on. I need to hear that story because I, I, I saw that caption. Yeah. Like, huh. Okay. <laughs> After you finish talking about these projects, flow into that for sure. Well, right now we're, we're actually going uh, – to Greer Castle next Sunday 
to record a single for the new Folly. So we're really just writing and uh, yeah. figuring out this new album. We're, we're kind of like uh, finding a new process. Like we used to just kind of write songs uh, separately and then just go straight into recording them. But now we've kind of gotten more of like a, just kind of like jamming things out more instead of like, yeah. So separate. Yeah, Follies is much more of a band effort now than, mm-hmm. and it was Flock Martin. All right. So, so the Tin Roof. Let's let's just <laughs> let's just let's just start from the very beginning. I'm sure anybody listening definitely wants to hear about that. So, well, break that down for me. We showed up, and uh, the sound guy was really nice. Yeah. The Tin Roof was like kind of. A gross venue, but there's a million gross venues. Yeah, that's, was, that's, no, that's that's what's beautiful about it. Exactly. You know? <laughs> exactly. If it's not a gross venue, I mean, at first, <laughs> I mean, once you get up there, you know, whatever. If it's gross, you can, you know, burn the place down, sue them or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's that's like, part of the like, that's part of the story. Yeah, it had like a new Brooklyn vibe for sure. But in there kind of pools everywhere. Yeah, yeah. On the floor, which is relevant to later on in the story. But yeah, it was a Ruth and the Bardo show. Um, and I'm, it's like, we're at one of the last, we're like at the second to the last song and I'm on the ground, like screaming or something. And I put the microphone down and somebody ends up kicking it. Well, I was sitting on top of Jackson playing guitar. Right. Yeah. 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 It was like on the ground and the cables kind of got wrapped all around my legs. So when I moved, the microphone came with me. Yeah. So, so this mm-hmm. There's like a bang or something, I guess, in the mix, you know what I mean? And he comes, he like comes through the crowd onto the stage and starts yelling at me, like, why the fuck did you throw our fucking microphones? Like, have some fucking respect. And I'm just like, yo, I didn't throw your your microphone. And this dude's like raising his fists, like about to about to punch me, about he pushes me a little bit, like it could have gotten physical, but <laughs> and I have like my guitar. Yeah in the air ready to just like take down this dude <laughs> but uh yeah i i i end up diffusing the situation and after i go up to him to kind of like be like i'm sorry you know like I, I i didn't mean for that to happen like i didn't throw the microphone and the dude just is kind of patronizing me and i'm just like you know what like fuck you and he's like get out so that's that's basically how we got he said uh go back to columbia bumblebee I was wearing a striped yellow shirt, so. And unfortunately, that's like one of two venues in Charleston. (laughs) And the other venue doesn't uh, really take much small acts. Yeah. uh, Oh, yeah, that's the, uh, I guess, like the House of Blues, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I guess, you know, uh, I don't know when we'll be playing in Charleston again, but probably. (laughs) Hey, there's always a backyard somewhere. Somewhere. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Well, um, how do the shows usually go? Like, how did they usually go down? Smoothly? They're loud. They're, uh, as you know, as they should be. <laughs> I, yeah, I guess our shows are just loud. People move. That's <laughs> Fortunately, yeah, it doesn't always happen. It doesn't always go. When we have a good show, we've been yeah. having a lot of uh, like technical difficulties lately it's been kind of kind of kind of like i I, i've been playing like a right-handed guitar kind of strung upside down so that i can play it left-handed yeah that tune like kind of constantly 
but uh, mm-hmm. I don't know. They go. They usually go pretty well. Yeah. Pretty fun. I don't know. Yeah. What What do the venues usually supply? Like, like, what do you have to bring? And what I mean, what are they What are they putting up for you? Well, we played a lot at Taps in Columbia. And yeah. Honestly, we <laughs> we bring pretty much everything. We've even like supplied PA the Taps a couple of times. Yeah, like uh, uh, on the SOFS show there. And that was we had to supply the PA for that. Man, do you have to rent it or do you like own one? Oh no, I'm I'm my dad's in the band and uh, he had like some junk PA from years ago. So yeah, yeah, I got him. But usually we just we pretty much bring our own gear unless like someone's backlining a drum set and they have like be- a better drum set than us. Yeah. We usually go with theirs, but usually we're backlining stuff. Mm, so you said like more of the new music is coming from these, these jam sessions. I mean, what, what's, what, what are those like? What's the atmosphere? Um, it's all in a room above my garage. Yeah. It's all cluttered with broken gear uh random musical gear so it's uh it's it's kind of chaotic i I think i think the songs are um they're they're kind of i would say uh not as like straightforward maybe is the word like i think like the original like flock martin album was um or at least this the stuff not the not the album the stuff that we've been kind of playing live has been more uh kind of straightforward more punk like hardcore hardcore kind of stuff yeah to the point yeah like this is this is more um kind of loose and um uh dissonant yeah yeah we're really pushing i i think our own playing yeah just like through jamming i think i've you know, at least I found myself playing like stuff that I was like I could never play. Yeah. So it's it's a little more technical and a little more odd and kind of like art rockish. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's progressive. Yeah, yeah. Like you, you got to be in a certain state of mind to kind of understand it. It's not just going to punch you in the face. Yeah. Right. right. Yeah. Hmm. Well, that that makes sense. Um, like what where's the lyric inspiration coming from? I mean, what are what are these songs about? Are... We really just started getting this album together, so most of the songs don't really have lyrics. Yeah, yeah. Uh well what was what was like um the, the, the when we were first writing the like Follies album, it, it kind of had like I'd say most of them had themes of like power behind them. Yeah, it was. I've been reading, uh, or I read this book called "I." Oh shoot, what was it called? I can't remember it, but I read it like ten times in a row, and uh, it's basically a erotic album from the nineteen twenties. Hmm. Album, a book, and uh, it. It had it just follows two teens that are like sexually perverted and mentally fucked up. So yeah. a lot of the stuff we were writing sorta had like 
ideas of like, I wouldn't say sexual perversion, but just like mental illness and uh, sexual dominance, I, I think. Yeah. Uh, terrible things we've all probably experienced at some point. Yeah, I thought of. Um, so what, what, I mean, what are you reading? What do you read regularly? Are you a, you a big reader? Not really. <laughs> it's just that one that kind of stuck. I was like, Oh man. Yeah. It's, I'm really picky about books. So yeah, yeah. if I get one, I like, I, uh, I get stuck with it for a while until I find something that I think is really good. Yeah. You try to get all the information you can. Yeah. All the all the perspectives on the Jackson's more of a reader than me. Oh man, what are you reading? I I I just reread um this book of poetry called um Thunderbird by Dorothea Lasky. Um, it's pretty interesting. It's it's kind of like these like really distorted kind of poems that uh just are kind of kind of fucked up, but also like like beautiful in a lot of ways like a lot of poetry is i guess but uh yeah that's that's what that's the last thing i read hmm do you, do you think that that you know comparison of of beauty next to something that's kind of uh disoriented do you think that that that's playing into a lot of those themes you're talking about previously yeah Definitely. i think i think it even plays into the sounds not even yeah oh like, yeah yeah the instrumentals themselves yeah a lot of the new stuff, uh, a lot of stuff we were playing live was just pretty, just loud and fast the entire time. Yeah. But a lot of this uh, new stuff has some like really beautiful parts in it, uh, contrasted with almost just like complete and other noise that has nothing musical really about it. <laughs> Yeah, I understand. Um, I mean, what are the fans like? Like, how how are those interactions going? I mean, people tend to like it. Uh, I, yeah. <laughs> um, I I feel like the uh, we have a like our, our audience is definitely like people our age. I don't really. Um, I I found that it. I think it resonates with uh, like the the youth a lot more than like probably uh people over 30 i would say yeah, yeah i don't know yeah. it's from what i've seen at shows so far but i get edits we get some memes and edits made of us oh yeah <laughs> most are by this one kid who uh we actually just got a couple of shows ago as the drummer for our band that's cool we have popped up from just random people hmm um you guys plan <laughs> on like staying around south carolina or do you plan on going anywhere or trying no, to we're, out? we're trying to go to philly as soon as a uh, school the next school year starts up yeah probably we'll be we'll be around for probably another year or so yeah around here but yeah goal is to kind of try to move somewhere that Maybe we can get some, some. I don't know. the The music scene here can be a little stagnant. Yeah, it's kind of tedious. 
Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's, there's just not a lot. Like, Columbia, like, TAPS is closing, which, you know, hopefully they're going to come back in some form, like the Space Hall. But, um, you know, how there's, like, I don't think I've heard about a house show in Columbia for probably two months. I, I really yeah, there's... I don't, I don't there's not a lot of shows going on it just kind of teeters yeah uh, it seems like every six months or so there'll be like a month of really thriving shows and people starting up house shows and stuff but uh yeah it it tends to fall yeah um so how do you how do you think the, the the scene i guess you could say uh could be revitalized possibly what do you think that would take we need more house shows, which is probably just going to come from uh, the kids that are in bands, like eventually moving out. And, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. House venues. I feel like there's kind of a generational like shift going on right now. We're like, it's and we're just kind of in a weird place where like a lot of uh, a lot of the bands that are around right now are kind of like still living with their parents at this point. Which nothing. I mean, I am. Yeah, so- yeah. Like, it's just, it's, um, yeah, a lot of the people that were throwing house shows have kind of, not like grown out of it, like they still go to shows, but like yeah. grown out of kind of wanting to put their space on the line like that. Yes. Yeah. So it's just, it's just waiting for the youth to uh, start it back up again. Yeah. So what's the what's the beginner's guide to house shows? I mean, how are you scheduling? How are you like how's it going? What's 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 the house show survival guide for anyone out we, there that's interested in something like that? We haven't played a house show in a good bit, but uh we've thrown a couple. And we, we've had a we had one really good one that was just absolutely packed. I I would I would say um like for to keep a house show going i feel like you gotta like not really be like you have to know that it's kind of like a toss-up like you have to be aware that it's probably it might get shut down and you can't really be scared of that yeah but Um, try to avoid like talk to your neighbors beforehand try to yeah that shut it down uh, uh i lived i lived in a venue I, I was living in new york for about eight months and i was living in a venue up there or a house a house venue up there and i i, I feel like the the i don't i don't know i think you just gotta like reach out reach out to bands that you like and see if they'll play at your house yeah honestly and most just, bands are willing yeah most bands probably will especially around here like i don't know a band that would say no to a house yeah. show around here yeah um so what what was new york like um it was it was good i was doing like uh pretty much all like solo shows which i i kind of found to be a little bit draining cuz uh it's like there's no one really like if when you're playing with a band you you can kind of like look around and be like like, hey, how, like, there's no one to discuss, like, what happened after you get off stage. You're no just one to like, give and take anything. Yeah, from. yeah, it's just, you're kind of up there, mm-hmm. give it everything, or, I don't know, it, it was, it was nice. I was part of the collective up there called Retrograde. It was pretty fun to be a 
part of. We got through some noise shows, through some punk shows. It was pretty fun. Yeah. Um. So, what are the what's the crowd difference like? Like from from if the crowds here versus the crowds uh, up there. Um. I guess. Uh, here uh here it's 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 um i don't know there's there's a lot more shows going on in new york just like there's like you could go to a show a day if you wanted to type thing so i i feel like the main difference there is a lot of people in uh, new york kind of saw shows more as a social event rather than a like a way to listen to music which i mean it is a social event in a lot of ways, but I, I feel like, I f- actually, I feel like here, I don't, I don't really know. I don't know. That's a, that's a tough question. I don't know. I don't know. Well, here might be an easy one. Uh, so why Philadelphia? What, what are you guys, what's, what's the idea behind going there? I really like Always Sunny in Philadelphia. <laughs> <laughs> Danny DeVito. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Magnum dog. Exactly. It's just, they seem to have a really thriving DIY scene than they have for years. Really? Uh, yeah, it's it's cheaper than New York. Much cheaper. Much cheaper than New York. And uh, I, already, I know some people up in Philly, so. Hmm. Um, so when you go to a new place like New York or Philadelphia, well, I mean, what what are the ways that, you know you're getting people to know you because obviously you know when you're you know where you usually live you can just tell people you know and then those people tell but then if you know nobody like how how do you start from the ground up what's what's the method um you just find like uh the scene you go to the shows you talk to as many people as you can yeah Yeah. Uh, try to get yourself booked at shows yeah your own shows if you have to just gotta really advocate yeah advocate for yourself like you have to i feel like in that situation you have to be really um like not necessarily you you just have to at the very least like appear confident yeah in yourself like appear confident in your in in your uh you got to be able to take up space and be confident in it in a, in a lot of ways and you have to like bring something different yeah, to the table yeah that definitely no one in philly is bringing so they can remember you yeah hmm. yeah there's a there's a big hip-hop scene there too that's emerging do you think yeah. you guys uh could find any way to tap into that well i i mean i would i would love that i feel like uh here we've here we've actually we've we've made some uh connections with some rappers here like uh cartier and uh Oh yeah, here. But uh, yeah, we played a show with um, with him one time. Uh, yeah, I mean that I would I would love to I would love to be in uh in some way connected to that. Like, um, I feel like we we like I would love to be in some kind of collective or some kind yeah. of bigger bigger thing. Yeah, that'd be cool. Um, I feel like a lot of people would be down for that. Yeah. Oh, how, what's Cartier like? Tell me your experience. I mean, I think he's really. I've, I've always thought he's really fucking cool. I love his. I love his music, and uh, he just kind of has that like. 
feel like he has that like vibe where you're like this this dude this dude knows what he's doing <laughs> like i don't yeah. know like i feel like he he's he's uh he's real about it and i i i fuck with him pretty hard yeah i mean would there be any future collaborations then perhaps um i i think uh on the um I think I, I think on the next S he's gonna be on the next SOFS take. Oh, that'd be cool. Yeah. Yeah, I think he runs with like uh, he, he knows like uh, Radical. You guys know Radical, like Radical Entertainment. No. He does the video? Yeah. He does videos. Uh, young meme. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. we know. We yeah. Know. Uh, yeah. Young meme. Sleepy Garcon. I feel like I follow him. Yeah. Uh, he used to be called uh, Dairy. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Like. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. 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 Definitely. Those kids are yeah, they're very they're they're very driven. I, I've yeah, yeah, they're vision. They got a vision. I, I really I think potentially with young meme specifically, he's been hitting us up about uh actually making a track together. So yeah, it might yeah. be yeah. in the future involving him. Definitely. That'd be cool. Yeah, young Mima, he opened for Young Nutty. That's crazy. That. And yeah, That's he was crazy. also on a radio show in Charlotte. He's doing yeah, what he yeah. Do. He's 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 doing big things. I saw yeah. that when he opened for Young Nudie. That was Young Nudie, man. Oh my god. Yeah, that's, that's crazy. insane. Yeah, I'm I think that was like his first show ever, too. Oh, for real? I remember watching an interview with him playing at some big show, and he was like, "That was my first show." I don't know if it was <laughs> that guy. Shit. <laughs> that dude. That that would be a very. Scary got a real lucky start. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's oh yeah. Not everybody like. He, he he knows a guy who knows Playboy Cardi. That's crazy. That's something. Like that. <laughs> that's, that's crazy. Yeah. Um. So. Man, I'm trying to think. I I had a, I had a question in mind. I, I was gonna say like, uh, I I feel like a, a collective or some kind of like, really, uh, bound together art scene could could kind of help rise everything back up. Along yeah, with, we, you know, hip-hop and rock-related, like, yeah, shows, house shows, things like that. We've kind of, like, started that with SOFS. Yeah. We, we uh, put that tape, that first tape out. Got, uh, got a pretty good reception around, yeah. around here. We threw a pretty good show at Taps. A lot of people came out to the first SOFS yeah, that show. A, that was a fun show. That was, yeah, I just, like, started doing that as my like kind of graffiti tag and then I was like I should like do something with this so yeah. I'm trying to get that more together I've kind of been like kind of la- uh lapsing on that though I just I haven't I've been trying to get the second tape together for a while now but, um, yeah. yeah what does it uh stand for same old fucking shit same old fucking shit yeah and that's that's a tattoo idea right there I have it. It's on my. Oh, rib. for real? Yeah. <laughs> That's wonderful. Oh my yeah. god. Yeah. <laughs> hey, it called it. Um, oh yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. I I really do feel like if if you know we got all the people do because there's not a lot of people doing uh, much of anything regarding expression around these parts. No, and, uh, I feel I really like you feel like uh, you know combining the hip hop and then. They're also the the kind of rock and roll scene that we could yeah. really do something pretty big. Yeah, I mean that's that's definitely the idea. Like the first tape um had some uh, it had like two I think it had two hip hop tracks on it. Pierce Koichi was on it, and uh, our friend. Well, he's Dan, more R and B. I guess he's yeah he's like more R and B. But uh, our 
my friend Zay did, did like a beat for it. Um, but yeah, I think, I think that like that's, we're kind of laying the foundation for that. Hopefully we can, uh, I think come to fruition. There's a lot of people doing creative things in Colombia, but not, not a lot of people are putting it out there. Yeah. And like I, there's I, not enough spaces for it. Yeah. There's, like. yeah, there's not enough, enough places to kind of put it on a, put it on an altar. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. There's no beacon of light for it. And I, I guess, yeah. you know, that also has to be created along with uh, any, any collective mm-hmm. work. And that's right. what we're trying to do with the SOFS, try to put some of these artists, because there's like bigger ones like Slush, who don't, like we, we put them on the SOFS tape, but they already have a pretty good format. So we're trying to find some people that maybe don't have it, like enough exposure as most in Pum- yeah. And uh, I mean, good people that don't have enough exposure. There's some people that don't have it and aren't, great <laughs> but yeah uh we're really we're just trying to put some people on that we really and yeah that's yeah different. spreading the love like that's good you know just passing that energy on yeah definitely definitely yeah about it for sure hmm. so uh you know other than uh the the right like what are you guys releasing on Oh, we're releasing on Bandcamp. Yeah. We're gonna make physical tapes. Kinda, it, it just kind of fell. Kind of never happened. Yeah, uh, yeah. We're hoping for the next one to get some physical tapes, though. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Like, like, are you talking vinyl, cassette, CD? Cassette. Probably yeah. cassette. Vinyl would be so cool. Yeah, vinyl's yeah. really expensive. Like, like, <laughs> like probably ten thousand dollars to yeah. on vinyl. For yeah. real. Yeah, well, out of our price range. Maybe. CDs though? I mean, CDs, that could be yeah. done by you guys, honestly. Yeah, it could. Yeah. Even just handing out USB drives, like, dude, here, like, I don't just take it. Like, <laughs> just, I don't even just, just listen. Yeah, Blank Banshee did that with one of their albums. Yeah, yeah. I'm honestly thinking of doing that myself. Really getting like little business cards with the social media and just giving them to everybody who looks yeah, like they would yeah. care at all. It's like, oh my god, that guy's got Vans on. I better give him one of these. You know? I don't care if someone. <laughs> he's gonna deliver. He's gonna listen. <laughs> he'll tune in he'll yeah, tune in. we'll give it to anyone yeah. <laughs> businessman here you go bud hope you like it <laughs> yeah. yeah and then also if you had business cards you know if you do go to like another place like on a vacation or if you're just you know gonna live there for a bit or do a show you can hand them out to everybody there and then that's another yeah. bunch of people you get like 500 cards for like 20 dollars and that's yes. you know however many people you hand it out that's more people than know and different different spots i mean that sounds like a good idea i mean we might have to look into some business i got some stuff. business cards. you got some business cards? Yep. okay dang you're ahead of the game man yeah yeah no yeah <laughs> are we professional now we're professional right? yeah no, no more three chords around the campfire all right we're big <laughs> yeah we're big artists <laughs> post malone let's get out the way yeah, for real. <laughs> to turn yourself down a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Um. So speaking of uh, Post Malone, that definitely leads me into to, to things like labels. How do you guys feel about labels, or, or even indie labels, small labels, um, all kind of labels? What, what are you? I I think all labels have their place. Uh, I'm at a point 
where if a major label, they, a major label won't come to me, but if a major label did and offered me a deal, I, I would love to take it because that's just, yeah, I mean, people shit on major labels, but that's, they can provide unlimited resources basically for you to make your art. I, I, I feel like, um, I feel like the goal is kind of like just making like, you know, I don't want to be like a millionaire or anything, but I would love to make enough money to just play music and support myself yeah. through that. So I'm, I'm definitely, I think we're both pretty open to, to, you know, hopefully one day getting that opportunity. Yeah. Uh, what are well, the I, folks in your we'll lives? We'll do it. it? Mm-hmm. All the music. What are the, the, the folks in your lives think about, you know, your music and that kind of thing? Oh, uh, I know that's usually a touchy subject <laughs> around here. My dad's in the band, but that's wonderful. I, I yeah, when you said that at first, you like with the with the old PA, I was like, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, I think he kind of thinks we're shit though. Yeah, yeah, I, feel, I, I <laughs> my 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 uh my family doesn't. They're kind of like they kind of live in Trump land in a in a way. So I kind of they don't really um they don't really support me through in, in my endeavors so yeah i mean a lot of a lot of people don't really understand the whole internet thing and the whole like it, it's much easier than it, it, it was previously exactly exactly I'm still stuck in the idea that oh don't you gotta get on mtv <laughs> yeah <laughs> no not really yeah it's like there's love at this point in music there's you don't certain... have to get on mtv <laughs> i know i know I well, fortunately enough <laughs> thank god uh, I feel like that a lot of older people um, don't really understand that now in music there's, you know, more levels to success than there once was. It's not just like <laughs> nobody knows you versus everyone in America knows you, you know. Fucking joking. <laughs> you, you can make a living. You don't have to be a millionaire doing it, though. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's, uh, it's more doable than it probably ever was now. <laughs> Yeah, well, we're probably gonna wrap this up. Uh, do you have any anything you want to say to the kids out there? Uh, keep on rocking in the free world. <laughs> yeah, I think keep on rocking in the free world. Um, any announcements? Shows? Uh, dates, uh, we got anything? a sh- show at the Melon Barn on the ninth in the Bardo show. Ruth in the Bardo show. October nineteenth at the Melon Barn. It's the Melon Barn's anniversary. I don't know how. I think it's, it's a years. year. No, it's a year anniversary. Oh, one year Melon. anniversary. There's like seven, eight bands playing. Slush is playing. So act normal. Act curly blue. It's gonna be bands. a blast. Man, I might try to pull up. Hell yeah! Hell yeah, all of you uh, come to that. Uh, are there any? Any? I mean, we usually try. I'm gonna to try to pick one song from you guys to 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 play at the end of this. So, uh, what do you want everybody to hear? If you're fine with me playing when uh, at the end of the episode? Shoot, I guess. Uh, Sorry, it's on the spot. That's that's part of the fun. Yeah. Uh, you. I guess. Well, we have a song called "You Had Me," but check in next week or in the next two weeks, we'll have a single out. So, uh, a new one that's more. Representative of what we are. Okay, okay. Yeah. But probably here right now. You had me. You had me. You had me? All right. I'm probably gonna have to re ask you that in the DM because I I, I'm I'm a little slow. But uh thank you all for being on here. I hope you have a wonderful day.
and uh, yeah, thank you. You know, uh, tune in to the, the the next Wilson Wednesdays. Have a good one, folks. <laughs> See ya.